Isaac Shade here, co-host of the Locked On College Basketball Podcast. Join Andy Patton and me every Monday as we break down all the buzzer-beating action, conference rivalry games, and need-to-know bubble matchups ahead of the NCAA tournament. Check out the Locked On College Basketball Podcast every Monday, available on YouTube and wherever you get podcasts. Sunbelt takes down the Mac. It's Locked On Sunbelt. You are Locked On Sunbelt, your daily podcast on the Sunbelt Conference, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Welcome back to another edition of Locked On Sunbelt, your team every day. Today's episode is brought to you by LinkedIn. These days, every new potential hire can feel like a high-stakes wager for your small business. That's why LinkedIn Jobs helps find the right people for your team faster and for free. Post your job for free at linkedin.com slash college. Terms and conditions apply. So the Sun Belt and the Mac will be what everybody is talking about all day today. A little self-deprecating humor that was... Uh, that was quite a Super Bowl, all right? And as much as Patrick Mahomes is an outstanding quarterback and deserves all the accolades that he so, you know, richly deserves, Kyle Shadhan has now blown his third lead in the Super Bowl, and only two of those are as a head coach, but goodness, run the damn ball. God, is it that hard? Uh, all right, we had uh, we had quite the weekend in uh, Sunbelt basketball. Uh, Sunbelt takes down the MAC 10-2. to That's That's impressive all right it's tough to win on the road and georgia southern that's not good that's not good uh uh and odu uh dropped one as well but uh i caught the i don't know what i was oh i was watching the syracuse game so i was watching the syracuse game and you know if you can somehow lose when the other team turns the ball over over 20 times and you have less than 10 well syracuse managed to do that against clemson uh, but then I turned into the App State game late and App down, what, by by nine points with like three and a half minutes to go. They tie things up. And I didn't think uh, they got an and one, right? They got an and one. Was it? Uh, yeah, they got an and one at the end. And uh, they tied things up. I didn't think was it Toledo did not have the best of all plays at the end of the ball game. I just, I didn't. I didn't think they ran a play. It was just kind of a step back jumper. I guess it looks good if it goes in and doesn't if it doesn't look good if it doesn't go in. I just didn't think they ran much of a play. Then at the end of the first overtime, uh, I thought of a little bit of a rinky dink foul on a loose ball. And Donovan Gregory gets a chance to basically win the game with two seconds left to go. Misses both free throws. Doesn't miss one free throw, misses both free throws. And we're going to uh, double overtime. And Gregory, one of the heroes in double overtime, the uh, the Mountaineers were already up one. He gets a, you know, really acrobatic layup. Uh, Justin Abson adds a couple of free throws at the end. And App State ends up winning a really a thrilling and a fun basketball game. We saw one earlier in the year. Let me see. It was South Alabama pre-conference. And you just happen to catch these games. Oh, it was Nichols. Yeah, that was yeah, that was a crazy game. Actually, South Alabama lost that basketball game, and uh, this was a lot like this because it was back and forth. 
all game long. Toledo outscored App State in the first half, 47-46. App State was, you know, one point better in the second half. That's how you get to OT. Uh, I mean, uh, App State had a chance to build, I believe, in the first overtime on a lead. Couldn't do it. Toledo had a chance to build on the second half. In the second overtime, couldn't do it. And uh, it was a great uh, basketball game. App State now 20-5 and on the year, 11-0 and at home. Uh, they are going to be tough. Cajuns get them uh, this weekend. We'll see how good the Cajuns are. We'll get to them later on. They bounce back uh, with a rather dominating win over uh, Bowling Green, but we'll get to them a little bit uh, later. All right, Dave Schultz, Lockdown Sun, about your team every day. Uh, let's check out the other top team. We didn't, sorry, didn't preview these ball games, so I'm not going to take credit for what I would have said. Uh, Troy, relatively easy. Maybe got a little bit of a break getting a middling Kent State basketball team. Troy, 17 and 8. Kent State is 12 and 12. Okay. Uh, and all Troy, uh, for the most part. Uh, Troy, 78, 68 over Kent State. Uh, let's see here. Rigsby for uh, Troy with 22 points. Uh, Christian Eugene and Muhammad had 11 and 10. And Jones uh, had 10 off uh, the bench for the Trojans. They are 17 and 8 overall. Remember, none of these games had anything to do with the standings. And Troy is technically ahead of App State. You know, they, because they beat them, they are 10 and 2. App State also 10 and 2. Uh, James Madison is in fourth place, is in third place, uh, one game ahead of uh, the Cajuns, who are eight and uh, four. So Trojans stay hot. How many? You know, the, Troy seems to be a little bit hotter than I thought. Troy all of a sudden has a winning streak. They've won, uh, you know, six in a row, and actually, they've won twelve out of fourteen. Their only losses were two games on the road. And both of them are really close. They lost to South Alabama, 74-71, and they lost to Southern Miss, 64-63. That's how close they are to a 14-game winning streak. Troy is going to be tough in Pensacola. My goodness. All right, elsewhere, let's check out the, uh, let's check out JMU. Right, we do the three top teams uh, first. We have that. We have JMU listed in the second segment. Oh, well. Uh, life is about making the adjustments. Uh, JMU with, uh, you know, blowout second half over Akron. That's a nice win. Akron's eight and six, 18 and six overall. Um, only a 28 24 lead at half, but then James Madison uh, catches fire and outscores Akron. The Zips 45 35 in uh, the second half. Uh, Green coming off the bench with 17 points for the Dukes. He led the way. Wow. Terrence Edwards, Jr. It's Jr., right? He had 15 points. I don't know why I want to say the third. Green is the third. And uh, TJ Bickerstaff, he had uh, 14. And just, uh, you know, methodical win for uh, JMU. Looks like Akron didn't shoot as well in the, in the second half as they did in uh, the first half. Akron only 5 of 29. Yeah, 5 of 29 from three and held to less than 34% from the floor overall. Whereas JMU, geez, they shot 51% for uh, the ball game. Boards were relatively even. And let's see, the turnovers were also uh, relatively even. 
so JMU, they improved to 22 and three. And I think their CNET rating is close to 50. But the way things are now, it's just there's does not appear that the Sun Belt will have two bids uh, this season. Um, the Texas State loss is hurting App State a little bit. Someone mentioned like five spots, but I don't, I don't. It wouldn't, they're 81. So, you know, when you're a Sunbelt team, you got to be in the high 20s or low 30s for an at-large berth. You put, they're just not going to take the Sunbelt team when they're somewhere between 35 and 40. And right now, you know, I guess if JMU continues to win, depending on who's on their schedule, you know, because some of those wins could hurt uh, depending on who you're playing. Uh, it's just too much to go. They're going to, the NCAA will just won't take a borderline Sunbelt team when they can add a, you know, fifth or sixth ACC team, big 10 team, SEC team, you know, just big 12 team. It just, it just won't happen. It just won't happen. So to be safe, you have to be in the high twenties or low thirties, anything lower than 35, you should be in good shape for an at-large birth. All right, let's take a timeout. We'll continue to roll Southern Miss gets another win behind a Juan Cardona. Step it in for Jay Ladner back after this. You're listening to lockdown Sunbelt, your team. Every day. When you're hiring for your small business, you want to find quality professionals that are right for the role. That's why you have to check out LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn Jobs has the tools to help you find the right professionals for your team faster and for free. LinkedIn isn't just another job board. LinkedIn has a vast network of more than a billion professionals, which makes it the best place to hire. Gives you access to professionals you can't find anywhere else. LinkedIn does all that while making the process easy and intuitive. Hiring is easy when you have that many quality candidates. So easy, in fact, that 86% of small businesses get a qualified candidate within 24 hours. LinkedIn knows that small businesses are wearing so many hats and might not have the time or resources to hire. LinkedIn is constantly finding ways to make the process easier. They even just launched a feature that helps you write job descriptions, making the process even easier and quicker. 2.5 million small businesses are using LinkedIn for hiring. Post your job for free at linkedin.com slash lockdown college. That's linkedin.com slash lockdown college to post your job for free. Terms and conditions apply. March Madness is right around the corner. If you want to win your office pool, you need to stay caught up with all the college basketball action with the Locked On College Basketball Podcast. Every Monday, Andy Patton and Isaac Shade recap the biggest stories in college basketball, keep you up to date on the NCAA tournament bubble, and get you ready for the upcoming week of games. From the Big East to the Mountain West and everywhere in between, Andy and Isaac have college hoops covered on the Locked On College Basketball Podcast. Available on YouTube and wherever you get podcasts. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network. Your team every day. Dave Schultz, Lockdown Sunbelt, your team every day. All right, Southern Miss without their uh, without their leader, Jay Ladner, still on the mend, and it appears that he is on the mend. Uh, when they won on a Wednesday, uh, Ladner reached out to uh, to his players and tell them how much they uh, how much he appreciated them and he, how much he loved them. So, uh, and Juan Cardona also was you know emotional after that. We'd love to get Juan on uh, the podcast. Uh, because it is a, I'm not sure how the riches are, but it really is a rags. I'd say riches story, but certainly when you talk where he was to where he is now, right? He has a, 
uh, roof over his head, he can feed his family. Guessing he has health insurance, and that's big, even if you're single. But if you got kids, it's even more important. And that's a lot to do with Jay Ladner giving uh, a Juan a job. And again, if you've ever watched the Southern Miss game, I said this last time. You know, there is no one more intense on the sideline than Juan Cardona. Jay's coaching the team, but Juan is going up and down the sideline, urging the guys to play defense, getting up on the chairs and getting the crowd into it. Uh, he is fun to watch. All right. He is, he is really, uh, really intense and, and passionate uh, in the game. In control. I think he's in control, but um, he is um, uh, emotional, I guess I would tell you. He is a controlled uh, emotion is what I would say. All right. So Southern Miss uh, does get the win. Uh, they beat Western Michigan in a blowout 86 to 54. All right. Uh, see if we can say it right now. Victor Iwako. I think I got that right. Iwako. Uh, he had 31 points and 13 rebounds. Uh, that's a nice ball game. <laughs> that's a good ball game in the NBA. Even more impressive uh, in, uh, in college. He led the way. 12 of 16 from the floor. So they just kept on feeding him. Obviously, Western Michigan uh, just had no, no answers for uh, Iwako. So a good job by Southern Miss to uh, recognize that. But they had five guys in double figures. Uh, let's see here. Um, off the bench, uh, Isaiah had uh, 13. Uh, Victor Hart is back. That's good to see. Uh, Andre Cabello is not back just yet, but Victor Hart played 15 minutes. That's good. 11 points and uh, three rebounds. That's a big addition for Southern Miss as we get down the stretch here. Uh, and uh, let's see, Ivory had 12 and Austin Crowley, he had a 10 and 10 assists. So Austin Crowley had had the guard uh, double-double. He was feeding, obviously, he's the one feeding uh, Iwako uh, all, those, all those buckets. So Big win, easy win uh, for Southern Miss, 86 to uh, 54. All right, elsewhere, South Alabama, they bounce back. Richie Riley missed a couple of ball games uh, due to uh, his mother's passing. We we mentioned that. But now they've all of a sudden won a couple of ball games. They were on a five-game losing streak. Some they played better than others. Um, you know, didn't play all that well against the Cajuns. Uh, they came off a, uh, a bad, they had a bad loss against, uh, ULM where they did not really show up, played extremely well against Troy, although they lost, uh, and this one, they basically controlled it against Northern Illinois, 75, 66. They improved to 12 and 13 on the, on the season. I think having a, a really good year, I don't know if he's getting overlooked or not. Every time I see him, he is in double figures, Turbo Jones, 23 points. And and they've taken Isaiah Gator. I don't know if he's hurt. He had a his thumb wrapped. Uh, he had three points, but we'll get to him in a second. Uh, but Turbo Jones, I think, has had a really solid season for uh, the Jags. Again, uh, twenty three points, three steals, a couple of assists. Uh, Margrave he had twelve points. Uh, Ormiston had ten. Uh, Smurf Millender uh, he started. He had five points. He only shot one of a six, but. This, uh, the disappearance of Isaiah Gator, again, is a little mind-boggling. Again, I guess we're going back like three weeks. All right, he did have a big ball game against Georgia Southern a couple of games, uh, two games ago. But let's add it up. He had 25 points against the Cajuns on Saturday the 20th. 
He's played in one, two, three, four, five, six games since. Let's see here. Uh, five. He had uh, three against ULM, two against Troy, six against Texas State. Did not score against the Cajuns in 20 minutes. Had 11 against Georgia Southern, so that was nice to see. Nine of 10 free throws. Uh, one of two field goals, but obviously he was going to the bucket. So he had 14, 20, and 25. So he is he had 25 points against the Cajuns on January 20th. He has scored 25 points since in six ball games. I I, I do not get it. I, I don't know if he's I don't think he's in hot water. He's just not playing well. Now he could be injured. Someone said he may have been under the weather, but that is uh mind-boggling, those those numbers. Nonetheless, South Alabama does get the win. Uh, good to see Richie Riley uh, back uh, at the helm. And again, we continue to pass our condolences uh, to Riley. All right. Uh, Georgia State all of a sudden has won two in a row with an easy win. Blowout victory over Miami of Ohio, the Red Hawks, 73-53, uh, right? Georgia State ends up blowing out, I guess, if you will. Uh, the Cajuns, you know, they were down big and then they, you know, won big-ish on uh, Wednesday, and they've used that momentum to win a couple in a row. They're 11 and 13. Remember, there's uh, yeah, 11 and 13 uh, overall. Let's see who had uh, the big ball games for uh, Georgia State. They had four or five starters in double figures led by Elaine, 17 points. Uh, I can't say this. Uh, hmm. Let's see here. Uh, Taylor had 10 and Odom had 10. Uh, I'm sorry. Uh, Taylor had 15 and Odom had 10. I should be able to say this. Uh, Nakurem. That's not how you say it. I, I should know how to say that. But uh, he had a good ball game nonetheless. 14 points and four rebounds. I do apologize. Uh, again, Georgia State 73-53 over Miami of Ohio. Hunter for the Red Hawks had a 19 point. All right, let's take a timeout. We'll do the rest of uh, the Sun Belt. Uh, Cajuns bounce back with really what was a dominating performance on Sunday against Bowling Green. We'll do that when we come back. Let me tell you about FanDuel. Get buckets with your first bet on FanDuel, America's number one sports book. Because right now, new customers get $150 in bonus bets with any winning $5 bet. That's 150 bucks if your bet wins. Bet all bet on all your favorite NBA players and teams with quick bets, live same game parlays, exclusive props and more. Just visit fanduel.com/lockdown and shoot your shot. FanDuel, official sports book partner of, of the NBA. All right, Dave Schultz locked on Sunbelt your team every day. Uh, all right, elsewhere in the Sun Belt, Cajuns with a uh, a blowout win, 86-60. They bounced back very nicely, thank you. For some reason, the guys, I guess because they scored 86 points and, and had balance scoring five guys in double figures, uh, Themis Folks, uh, 17 points leading the way, Hosina Kintinge, uh 16 points, 10 rebounds. Uh, Michael Thomas off the bench had 12. Uh, Joe Charles had 14. Kobe Julian had 10. I don't think it was necessarily the, the offense. They shot 50% uh, from three, nine of 18, 57% overall. But to me, it was the defense. 
It was absolutely uh, the defense, even though Bowling Green shot 44%, Bowling Green led this ballgame 20 to 19 with about 11 minutes to go in the first half. Uh, it took them 20 game minutes. So with 10 minutes left to go in the game, they scored the next 20. And by that time, well, I can tell you, by that time, I think the Cajuns had like a 20-point lead. By the time they had 40 points, yeah, 57-40 with 11.08 to go in the game. So by the time they scored their second 20, right, it only took it only took them nine minutes to score the first 20 points. It took them, well, 10 and nine, I guess. So 19 minutes to score the next uh 20 points. So I think it was the defense. I think the de- the Cajuns defense played extremely well there. Um, that's what I noticed because the Georgia State team, even when they were coming back, we said this for the Thursday episode, uh, even when they were down, they just seemed to go to the bucket like uncontested. And it was not as easy for Bowling Green, who's bigger than the Cajuns overall. Uh, they, they, they did have one player who played well. Or one player who scored well, I should say, uh, Hill had like most of their <laughs> had most of their points. Marcus Hill, twenty two points on ten of seventeen shooting, uh, out of the sixty. At one point, it was like twenty two out of like the forty five, or twenty out of forty five, something along those lines. He had he had a bunch of those points. So the Cajuns improve. Let's see here. Uh, <laughs> Cajuns improved to 16 and nine and they've won. What do we say? They, they won. Uh, so they've won eight out of nine. They get old dominion, which is a trap game. Although we do have famous folks talking about that. We'll post that video later on in the week and then they get upstate and we're going to find out how good this Cajuns team is. That it doesn't even matter if you win it. It's nice to win it if you're the Cajuns. You want to see how you can compete because, and then you get Troy later on. So you're going to find out how, you know, Cajun, at home, by the way, and then Southern Miss twice. You're going to find out how good your, the Cajuns are going to find out how good they are and if they have a legit shot in the, uh, to defend their Sun Belt Championship. That's what's, that's what they are uh, attempting uh, to do. All right. Let's see elsewhere. Uh, Old Dominion falls by one, 58 to uh, 57 to uh, Central uh, Michigan. Uh, Jenkins had 16 points for the Monarchs, as did Williams and uh, R.J. Blankney. Remember, they're doing it without Alette. And Central Michigan actually had a couple of players off the bench. Davis had 19 points off the bench, and Rubio had 10 points off the bench. Butler had 13 for uh, the Chippewas. And maybe that's not too even either, right? The Chippewas are 14 and 10 or 13 and 10 coming in. Old Dominion was, you know, six and 18. That's how, again, you know, Troy got the easy game of it. Maybe Old Dominion should have got Kent State and Troy should have got Central Michigan. Would have been a little bit more uh, even. I don't know if they did it by net rating or whatever the case is, but that doesn't seem to be... uh, on an even deal. Arkansas State with a win over Ohio, 100 to uh, 87. I think they've won a couple in a row now, right? 
Uh, three out of four. They did lose to James Madison. They put up a good battle in that ball game. They lost 77-73 to James Madison, but they did win 187 uh, over Ohio. Uh, let's see here. Caleb uh, Fields only had eight, but Ford had 19. Uh, Nelson had 17, and Dominguez had 16. How about Todd? Jeez. That uh, Taryn Todd had had 20 points in 26 minutes. <laughs> that is what we call efficient. Plus seven rebounds. Have yourself a ball, have yourself a ball game there. Two steals, one assist. Uh, eight of 13. Uh, four or five from the free throw line. Uh, nice ball game by Taryn Todd. And maybe a game that, you know, maybe looks a little bit closer than it actually was. Seems like it was double digit for most of the way. Um, but a nice win as Arkansas State improves to... 11 and 14. Remember, there were four games under 500 to begin, maybe five games under 500 to begin the conference play. Let's see. Um, no, there were four. Uh, hmm. It says five, five and eight. I thought there were four and nine, but all right. Maybe I could be wrong. Six and six in the conference, 11 and 14 uh, overall. All right. Uh, they got a little bit of a road trip coming up, so we'll see how they do uh, this week. I think they did. I see they hit Troy and uh, South Alabama. Let's see here. It is uh, it is Troy and South Alabama. That and then they get them again. So interesting how that will work out. Uh, the Cajuns have that with Southern Miss and and uh, or Southern Miss has that with I think South Alabama and the Cajuns, something like that. Let me see Southern Miss's schedule because it's the same. They got South Alabama. Southern Miss has South Alabama and the Cajuns back-to-back weekends. Well, you don't have to work on scouting that. <laughs> I guess that's hashtag always a bright side. It's not a, it's not a new team. Uh, disappointing loss for Georgia Southern. A friend of mine, Josh Wetzel, is the voice of Buffalo, and they're not. They're not good. You know, they had two wins up until this point. Um, you got to give it up to Georgia Southern for battling. They took the lead uh, late, end up um, forcing overtime. And I think Buffalo had like a four-point possession. They got fouled on a three-point play, missed the third free throw, got an offensive rebound, and put it back in for a layup. Uh, Buffalo won this ballgame 82-81. I know they're relatively even because – the records are Georgia Southern's now five and twenty. Buffalo is three and twenty. Georgia Southern's better than Buffalo. That's not a game that they should lose. If you're improving like we think they are, they need to win that ball game. They really do. Uh, Monroe with a win over Eastern Michigan, eighty-two seventy-six. All of a sudden, Monroe's playing a little bit better, huh? Monroe has won five of their last uh, seven. They lost on the road twice to the Cajuns in Arkansas State, but they beat Old Dominion on the road, beat South Alabama, beat Arkansas State at home. Then they just beat Coastal Carolina, and now they've beaten Eastern Michigan. They get a little bit of a road trip as well. They're at Southern Miss and then at Troy. That is not going to be easy. Good luck to uh, ULM. And Texas State beats Ball State 68-60. to 60, uh, And all of a sudden, Texas State uh, has a – they've won four in a row, right? They – boy, they lost to the Cajuns twice. They lost to Arkansas State. They lost to Troy. They just didn't have anything against the Cajuns losing by 20. Then all of a sudden they beat South Alabama. 
in a game that was not as close as 74-66. Then they beat Southern Miss. Then they beat App State, which is a nice win. And now they've beaten Ball State. So that's four in a row uh, for the Bobcats. They, too, have a – I mean, they got a four-game swing. They're going to South Alabama and Southern Miss and then the Georgias, Georgia Southern and Georgia State. They wrap things up against Monroe and Troy. Uh, but that is going to be a tough couple of weeks for uh, the Bobcats. All right. Uh, all right. So we, we didn't totally get the softball uh, yet. It has gotten underway. I think Texas State is – is off to a good start. South Alabama's off to a good start. The Cajuns uh, only lost one, and that was on Sunday. Crazy ball game. Cajuns are trailing one nothing, and then they get a runner on second base, and, the, and it starts to rain. Like, poor. Like, poor. And Kale wanted to stop while we waited for the rain to go away, and the umpires wouldn't do it. And so two wild pitches later, the Cajuns score. Now, people are saying, well, you got to play through the rain. Well, that's nice, except, you know, if the pitch hits one of the Cajuns girls in the chops or in the hand, right? And it's not so much that the ball got away from the catcher in the run scores. It's, you know, if the pitcher can't control where the ball is going so much, you're putting the batter in danger. And so, I mean, it exploded. One of the assistant coaches got ejected. Uh, I think one of the uh, the Cal catcher went after the Cajuns catcher. It, it got, it was, it was. It was wild there for a minute. I'll give it up to Cal. They they battled and won the ball game, uh, but it was it was crazy. I did post it uh, at Schultz Cast. You can see that. Um, here's the question: The Cajuns probably have some good depth in pitching. They didn't give up a whole lot of runs in five ball games. Cal, Chattanooga, New Mexico. But if the bats go quiet again when they're playing better competition, and they're going to see some better competition, they get Mississippi State and Baylor. This is this team is built. Can't say to win the college base college softball world series. It's really tough to do that when you have to beat Oklahoma in Oklahoma City or in yeah, in Oklahoma City. They're actually going to Norman to take on Oklahoma later this year. Uh, the bats can't get quiet, and the bats got quiet. It seems the Cal pitcher who got beat up earlier in the week made the adjustments, but the Cajuns hitters did not. So we'll see. Keep an eye on that. Uh moving forward. And uh, and baseball is opening up this week. So we'll see. I don't know if we'll be able to get, get some. Baseball coaches on, but hopefully we can uh, do those things in the morning while I have time and they're practicing in the afternoon. All right. Uh, thanks so much for hopping on. Uh, locked. Well, thank you for watching and listening. <laughs> Already got the coaches on. Jeez. Uh, still trying to get 1300. We're, we're around 1130 for subscribers. We'll see if we can push that a little bit uh, moving forward as well. But maybe with baseball, we can. Uh, uh, we will get some more subscribers as baseball and softball season uh, are getting underway. Softball just did, and baseball is getting underway uh, this week. All right, thanks so much for tuning in <laughs> to Locked on Sunbelt, your team every day. I'm your host, Dave Schultz, and we'll talk to you again uh, tomorrow.